Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 2021 film 007, No Time to Die. The short version is, if you like James Bond, you should probably watch this movie. And if you're a huge fan of the movies with Daniel Craig, then you absolutely have to watch this movie. And that's the short review. (laughs) A longer review is, I'm a lifelong fan. I've talked about it. I've been re-watching and reviewing all of the James Bond movies over the last year and a half to get ready for watching this movie. It got pushed back because of COVID and that kind of thing. It finally came out, and I missed it in the theater for whatever reason. A lot going on in my life, I guess. And finally got to watch it on home video. And at the towards the end of the review, I'll talk about how great the 4K is, and that is the total way to go with this movie. I know it's going to be a divisive movie for some, but I thought it was fantastic. I, I I have loved the Daniel Craig movies. They have added a grittiness, a realism, a down-to-earthness, if you will, to the whole 007 genre. Uh, uh, the... the I like all the movies. At rewatching them, obviously, some are stronger than others. But this is not one of those 007 movies where you sit down, watch it for two hours, and go about your life. This is the this is a continuation of the story that's been going on since Casino Royale and got way picked up in Spectre, um, and it rounds out the career of the Daniel Craig version of 007. I don't want to get into spoilers in this review. Maybe I'll do a second one later. You need to go into this as cold as you can if you don't know what happens and just go along for the ride. This is the longest James Bond movie of all time. It's like 160 minutes, which is two hours and 43 minutes, I believe. But in all honesty, I was prepared for that. I was prepared for it to be long, and it didn't feel long to me. Um, there's a lot going on. The, the story... I think at the end of the movie, there were six or seven different locations around the world they filmed in. I mean, there's a lot in this story. It is not just a simple, you know, James Bond on a mission like a spy who loved me or a man with a golden gun or whatever. This is a continuation of that long story. And and therefore, some people are going to get more mileage out of this than others. If you love this Daniel Craig saga and what they've done with the character, then you're going to absolutely love the final chapter. If you're looking more for that two hour James Bond ride, this is probably not the film for you. But then again, none of the Daniel Craig movies probably were since that uh, first one. Um, It's been a a hard-hitting series. The violence has been amped up. They're still PG-13 movies, but um, they're pretty violent, pretty brutal. I just like the realism that that Daniel Craig has brought to the character. Uh, Not to give anything away, once the movie is over, it says James Bond will return, so they are going to make more. This movie's made over $770 million so far. Their budget was between $250 and $300 million, but again, they filmed it all over the world, had a marketing budget, kept working on the special effects long after the movie was supposed to be released and that kind of thing. The movie has gotten generally uh, good reviews, and it's the fourth highest grossing movie of the year, so that, you know, I'm not the only one who likes it, but honestly, as a lifelong fan of James Bond and and enjoying what they've done with the Daniel Craig character, I absolutely loved every second of this film and shed a tear at the end. Uh, not because it was so much sad. It's just it's an emotional film. It's, it's far more emotional than any of the Bond movies before. Um And it hit me just right. I was looking forward to it, and I was not disappointed. I know other friends of mine have been disappointed with the film. They were looking for more of the rock'em, sock'em shoot-up. And there is plenty of action and incredibly well-staged action. He bungee jumps off a bridge. There's a lot of car chases. The motorcycle stunts up (laughs) jumping things and going up uh, uh, steps and things. Just really, it had all the earmarks of a classic Bond film, but you've got this incredible dramatic story laid over on top of it. And... 
bringing back some of the characters from the earlier movies, not the Daniel Craig movies. They didn't go way, way back. But I like what everybody did with their characters. Uh, Rami Malek is really good as the bad guy. Uh, Leah Sadu as his uh, love interest and Spectre. Um, Jeffrey Wright is bad. Christoph Waltz is bad. Ray Fiennes, of course. Um, Naomi Harris. Everybody's really good in the film. Uh, if there's one part I thought that they just really didn't even need was the whole there's a new 007 because, you know, it starts the movie. He's retired. He retired at the last movie. Um, and so a, a female has taken his place and she's got his number. And, and yeah, it, there's a few scenes that are funny and they kind of poke at each other and whatever. But if you look back over the course of the two hour and 43 minute movie, they could have just left her out of it. It, it didn't. I mean, it, it did add a little depth on him getting older and, and being replaced and that kind of thing. But it was the lightest weight thing in the entire movie that just I, I expected more out of that. Um, what a lot of people haven't talked about, and she's not even listed as one of the main characters, but she has a pretty pivotal role in it, is Anna de Armas, who has gotten a lot of fame after... Um, the mystery movie she was in two years ago. Anyway, um, I absolutely love her, and I think she's great in this role. Uh, she kind of helps out James Bond, says she's not very well trained, and then she kicks total butt. Um, not enough people are saying how good. I, I would like to see her character continue somehow. I think that'd be great. Uh, maybe she could be like 0010 or, or 009, I guess. Anyway, uh, no time to die. So uh, getting towards the end, I can't get into spoilers or I'd talk more about the movie, but the cinematography is incredible. It looks beautiful. The sound is incredible. I don't know if they had extra time to work on this. I've watched a lot of movies and a lot of streaming stuff, and I'm I'm paying close attention to these DTS-X and these Dolby Atmos mixes, and this is a fantastic one. It's a native 4K transfer on the 4K disc, and it looks spectacular. It's it's a perfect film. It, it looks beautiful. Every scene, every shot, uh, HDR makes it look quite filmic and realistic, and there's great HDR highlights for the explosions and that kind of thing. And the Dolby Atmos sound mix is 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 pretty aggressive, and and fills the speakers, even the high channels during a lot of the action scenes. All in all, this is one of my favorite 4Ks of the year. Taking the movie out of it, just on on the audio quality and video quality, it's an incredibly great 4K. But then you top it with it, it's it's a really strong James Bond movie. This of all the James Bond movie feels like a real film. Of all of them, this feels like a real movie. Like somebody could watch this who's not a Bond fan and get something out of it, but you would have to see the other Daniel Craig movies to get every layer, every nuance, everything that's in this film. So No Time to Die was not a disappointment to me. It was definitely worth waiting for. Uh, it's it's a prize in my collection now. I absolutely love the movie, and when I go back and rewatch the Bond movies, I will start making that 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 Daniel Craig saga just a week on its own. We're going to watch the Daniel Craig movies this week kind of thing. I think that's the way to go. It's just he's a different version of the 007 character. It's a great version. Uh, I hope they do something completely different when they go whatever they're going to do next. Um, You know, don't try and redo Sean Connery. Don't try and redo uh, Roger Moore. Don't try and redo Daniel Craig. Let's do something complete because he was something completely different, and I thought it was great. So anyway, I love No Time to Die. I love James Bond, and I'm glad that this didn't ruin my love for the character. And I'm somebody who's read the books, and, and we, we are way far away from the books now, but um, No Time to Die. I, I, one of my, it's going to wind up in my top 10 list at the end of the year. I really enjoyed it. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. All my links are below. I'm going to be doing some new, more personal podcasts. I'm going to save those for my Patreon people. Um, 
I started to cut a couple of things about my current situation in life, and it just didn't feel comfortable to put it out there to the world. Um, so if you haven't checked out my Patreon before, I've got some pretty low-dough uh, subscriptions you can join. I'm going to put some things there. I'll still continue to do these reviews and stuff, but like I said, I'm going to do a series of things that I consider to be a little more private, and I'm going to put them there. So uh, details to come on that before in the next week before the end of the year. I'm taking some time here to catch up on things. So thank you for listening, uh, sharing, liking, and subscribing. You make it all worthwhile to do this. Mm-hmm.